Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Inshallah continuing with our series here in the month of Ramadan uh, during the Tarawih uh, Salah uh, illuminated where we are taking a look at the different ayat in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the concept of nur and light within the Quran so today we're going to be talking about Surah An-Nisa, Surah number 4, Ayah number 174, 174. This is at the end of Surah An-Nisa. And at this particular point towards the end and the conclusion of Surah An-Nisa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala touches on the topic of disbelief and hypocrisy. Those who disbelieve in Allah, those who disbelieve in the Prophet ﷺ, those who do not accept iman and faith in the Qur'an, and even those who while acting and feigning as believers, they nonetheless are ultimately um, not fully accepting of what they claim to believe, and thereby being hypocrites. So, in light of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Towards the conclusion of Surah An-Nisa, he says, Ya Ayyuhannas. So that's why here Allah is addressing all people, all of humanity. Which basically, if we were to kind of expand that, Allah is here addressing the believers and the disbelievers. Everyone. Ya Ayyuhannas. O humanity. Qadja'akum burhanum min rabbikum. There indeed came to you a clear, conclusive proof, an argument from your Lord. Burhan, barhana yubarhinu, right? Burhan in the Arabic language, it means something that completely closes the case. An overwhelming, dominant, absolute, conclusive argument and proof. Something that ends the discussion is called burhan. It's a very powerful word. And what's fascinating is that the scholars of the Qur'an, particularly those scholars of the Qur'an who are at the level of, you know, the, the, who study the philosophy of the Qur'an, the scholars of Ulumul Qur'an, the scholars of Usulul Tafsir, people like Shah Waliullah Muhaddith al-Dihlawi Rahmullah, the author of Al-Fawzul Kabir fi Usulul Tafsir. Scholars of that caliber actually comment, and what they say is, Burhan, when the Qur'an says Burhan, that means the Qur'an plus the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The Qur'an and the Sunnah combined equals Burhan. Because when you have the truth of the Qur'an, the absolute truth of the Qur'an, 
But someone could say, not that we're making this argument, but someone could sense, could feel that it's a bit theoretical. They don't fully understand how to apply it. But then when you have that absolute truth of the Qur'an and you combine it with the very practical, the very real, the very beautiful, the very tangible example of the Prophet ﷺ, and then you combine those two things together, that creates an argument that is completely... Um, that, that creates an argument that cannot be overcome, that cannot be refuted. It creates an irrefutable, undeniable argument. And that is what is called burhan. So Allah is saying, قَدْ جَاءَكُمْ بُرْهَانٌ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ Your Lord sent you something that is undeniable, that is irrefutable, that is absolute. The Qur'an and the application of the Qur'an, the life of the Prophet the sunnah. But then Allah goes further. وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكُمْ But then Allah highlights specifically that He revealed to you. What did He reveal to you? نُورًا مُبِينًا Noor. And this is the first place in the Qur'an where we are taking a look at this, where Allah, one of the names of the Qur'an. You know how we're familiar with the fact that there are many names of Allah? Asma'ullah al-Husna The beautiful names of Allah But something that a lot of times we don't realize is The Qur'an also has many names And just like Allah has many attributes The Qur'an has many attributes In fact there are entire works Classical works that the scholars um, compiled That they wrote uh, Discussing the names and the attributes And the adjectives and the descriptions Of the Qur'an itself that the Qur'an is called Al-Kitab. What does that mean? The Qur'an is called Hudan. What does that mean? The Qur'an is called Dhikra and Tathkira and Dhikr. All together. The Qur'an is called Bayina. The Qur'an is called Furqan. Right? So all of these are very fascinating when you unpack them. And one of the names of the Qur'an is Nur. Light. And this is something very interesting because yesterday or the day before, excuse me, in the very first session, we talked about the concept of there can be light outside of you, but if you don't have light internally inside of you, you can't see. Right? And that's why Allah uses the analogy of light and seeing because the same thing applies. You have to have the ability to see. Your eyes have to be functioning. And then there needs to be light outside of you, and the combination of those two things allow you to see. So similarly, in order to believe, see with your heart, to see with your heart, to be able to believe, you need internal light and external light. The first session I talked about, well, what if there's external light, but you don't have light internally? then you won't be able to see anything. Like in that example that Allah gives, where the person lights a fire, but still can't see. But it, the other way around, the opposite scenario is also a problem. If you have some light inside of you, your eyes are functioning just fine, but there's no light. 
There's no light coming in from outside. There's no light inside. You're completely in the dark. You will not be able to see where you're going. You need light that is outside of you as well. And what is that light? That is the Qur'an, that is guidance. That's why the scholars have elaborated on this. That our faith and our iman, our belief, our salvation, is a result of two things existing at the same time. There is an internal inherent nature, a decency, a willingness to accept the Creator. That is intuitively there. Fitratullahi lati It's called the fitra. It's your inherent nature. That has to be intact. But that's not enough. Then there needs to come guidance from above. There needs to come the guidance from Allah. When both of those things align, then that is how human beings attain salvation. That's the quote-unquote recipe and the formula for success. And that's why Allah is saying, وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكُمْ This Qur'an that we sent you, what is this Qur'an? Nuran. It is a light. Not just that, but then Allah gives it an attribute. Mubinan. Mubin means it's a light that clarifies. Because again, I can have a light where it's just like the light coming from the screen of my phone. That doesn't really show you much. But then there can be a light like this. A huge light that you turn on. And then what happens? It lights up the whole room. So the Qur'an is the kind of light that isn't just some small little like night light. The Qur'an is the kind of light where it's like the sun. Mubeen. It'll clarify everything around it. It'll make everything so clear. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells, here, uh, tells us here about the Qur'an. And there's a very beautiful hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that um, that uh, Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala mentions and I wanted to end and conclude on this. Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu ta'ala anhu says, that the Prophet ﷺ said, Al-Qur'anu Siratullahi al-Mustaqim. The Qur'an is the straight path of Allah. This is the path that Allah has given you to walk. The straight path that leads to Allah. Wahabulullahi al-Mateen. And it is the rope of Allah that is very strong, that is unbreakable. That this is the rope that if you can grab on and hold on to this, then you will never wash away. You'll never get you know, swept away at sea. You'll always be grounded. And you'll always find your way back to solid ground. And that is the Qur'an, that is the book of Allah, that it is a light in a world of such darkness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala maintain the Qur'an as a light within our lives. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to always be connected to the Qur'an, to the book of Allah. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Inshallah, uh, as we conclude, I wanted to request everyone, uh, one of our dear friends, uh, Brother Amin Noor, his mother passed away earlier today. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant her jannatul firdaus al-a'la. Allahumma gfil laha warhamha, wa'afiha wa'afu anha, wa'akrim nuzulaha, wa'wasi'a mudkhalaha, 
ونقها من الذنوب والخطايا كما ينقى الثوب الأبيض من الدنس واغسلها بالماء والثلج والبرد May Allah forgive her May Allah have mercy upon her May Allah enlighten her grave May Allah expand her grave as far as I can see Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Aizati Amma Yasifun Wa Salamun Alal Mursaleen Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Jazakum Allah Khairan